Thanks for tuning in to Gen X Unlatched, the podcast that's designed to help Gen Xers avoid the misery of waiting until retirement to enjoy the freedoms they crave in life now. In each episode, Dr. Mario teaches Gen Xers how to successfully cross the intersection of growth and change to enter their next chapter of life with the mindset, skills, and tools they need to live a more gratifying life. If your responsibilities to others cause you to give up on pursuing life's freedoms, this podcast is for you. Join Dr. Mario as he helps Gen Xers like you reignite their passion for achieving their most ambitious dreams. Now, here's your host, professional coach, lifelong learner, educator, and speaker, Dr. Mario Jackson. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Gen X Unlatched. This is the only podcast that teaches Gen Xers how to ditch the idea of waiting until retirement to enjoy the freedoms that they crave in life now. Now, I'm your host, Dr. Mario, and in this episode, I'm addressing a subject that I should have talked about a long time ago. The subject is, what does it mean to be unlatched? Now, after wrapping up season three, I realized that I overlooked explaining this important part of the show. So today, I'm going to explain what it means to be unlatched for my fellow Gen Xers and how they can do it. But before I do that, I want to talk about something that's been on my mind all week long. Now, have you guys heard about the X-Files reboot? Or maybe about the reboot of the Twilight Zone? Well, if you haven't heard about those, then I'm sure you've heard all of the ruckus about the remake of The Little Mermaid. Now, all of these movies and shows are getting a refresh to include characters that really reflect the diverse demographics of our country. And I think that's a wonderful thing. What I want to really focus on here is talking about why this is important. I'm a member of a lot of Facebook groups, and several of those are specific to Gen X nostalgia. Most of the groups lean white, uh, but one of them I happen to be a part of is a black Gen X affinity group. And there's really some stark differences between these two groups. For example, it's fairly common in the white Gen X groups to see posts about how wonderful that sitcom Friends was. Now, I've seen Friends more than once or twice, but I was never a fan. Uh, To me, it was just a bunch of white folks dealing with things that I just really couldn't relate to. And I felt the same way about Seinfeld. But in the minds of the members of the Gen X uh, groups who are commenting about this show, it appears to be very high on their list of like the greatest shows of all time. And for me, that's just not the case. The show did not have any representation for black and brown people because it didn't have a recurring black character. I think there were some guest spots here and there, but there was no black friend. (laughs) So jumping back into my black Gen X group, And they're talking about shows like Martin, Living Single, Family Matters, Moesha, and all the things where we see black people who look like us. And the point that I'm trying to make is that representation is important. Now, I just happened to be scrolling through Facebook one day and came across a post from Viola Davis. And if you follow her, you know she says what she wants and she doesn't hold back. But she was in an interview where the interviewer asked her why representation matters. And in true Viola Davis fashion, she nailed the response. Now, I'm going to paraphrase here, but what she said was something like this. 
Representation is the physical manifestation of your dreams. Now, let that sink in for a minute. Let it marinate. I can't agree more with Ms. Davis. When you see people who look like you doing the things you want to do, it inspires you to continue having the hope of pursuing your dream that it can come true. And I see all this backlash in some of these white-leaning Gen X nostalgia groups about these classics being updated to reflect the reality of the modern world. And what I'm seeing is just a fear response. And I get it a little bit. You know, there are people who are afraid to admit that the world is changing and they're holding on tightly to the ideas, values, and even the nostalgia that makes them feel safe. But we all know the ultimate truth is that the world is changing and change is inevitable. So bring on this Halle Bailey as the Black Mermaid. I'm all for it and I can't wait to see that film. Now, on for the show today, folks. All right, folks, I told you at the top of the show today, I'm kicking myself a little bit here today because I cannot believe I overlooked explaining what it means to be unlatched. I mean, it's the title of the podcast. How could I really overlook that? But I'm going to give myself a little grace and I'm going to tell you a little bit about what it means to be unlatched in this episode. But let me tell you a little bit about how I came up with this term. When I created the podcast, I wanted to focus on Gen Xers. And as I began researching this generation, I learned about many of the challenges that we face. But the thing that stuck out to me was how weighed down we are with all of our personal and professional commitments. Now, contrast this against how badass we were as kids. It just made me want to know how could we get back into that same spirit that we had in our youth. So when I think about, you know, what led me to coming up with this, this term unlatched, it's really a throwback to the latchkey kids who were stuck in the house waiting for their parents to get home from work so they could go out and play. Now, I was totally a latchkey kid. My mother worked during the day and school ended before her work hours. So when I got home, I had a whole little routine I had to go, go through. So once you get home, you really are kind of sequestered, almost like being in a grand jury. You got to lock the door so that no one comes in. You got to do your chores, whether that's taking out the trash, washing the dishes, or what have you. You might make yourself a little snack, something microwavable. Back then, you know, we had all of these things you could just throw, pop into the microwave for a few minutes, and you had a little meal like, what was that pizza thing? Um, Oh my goodness, I can't even remember the name of it. But they were always, I never really liked them. They were these pizza rolls that just never had the right consistency in the dough and the filling was always too hot. And if y'all remember what the name of those things are, please email me so that I won't completely lose my mind trying to figure that out. But anyway, you continue by doing your homework and then when your parents got home, you went out to go play with your friends. Now, somewhere along the line, something changed in us as Gen Xers. And I wondered how growing up and dealing with life really changed us. Where was it or when was it did we shift from this latchkey kid spirit? Was it because life got too hectic for us? Did we take on too many responsibilities? Or did we just say, forget it, let's just settle into adulthood and be old crotchety people? <laughs> Or are we just too damn tired to care anymore? I still don't have the answers, folks. So if you've got some explanations or some ideas about what changed or what shifted in it, I'm all open. I'd love to hear those. But what I do know is that 
That shift that we made at some point in our lives is causing our generation to put themselves last on the list. And that's just not cool with me. That's why I think we have to release what's preventing us from having a kick-ass life and get unlatched. Now, when I talk about getting unlatched, this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how we can continue doing the things that used to make us feel really alive. But I know that's easier said than done when you layer on your job commitments, your family commitments, maybe you're caring for elderly parents. That can be a lot to carry. But when you go back and think about some of those dreams you had when you were young, they really do bring up some of those feelings of excitement and hope for what you can do for your future. But here's the thing. Some of us forgot about the commitment that it takes to doing the work and staying true to that vision we had when we were much younger. So I want to show you how to do that, or at least explain how to do that. And I'm going to talk about that next. Now, remember when I told you a little bit about my experience as a latchkey kid, one of the things that I mentioned was we had to wait for our parents to get home so we could go out and play. So essentially, we were waiting for permission to go out and have some fun. And that's the kind of stuff that I want Gen Xers to think about how they can break free from those things that are preventing them from living the life that they dream. And I know I'm speaking metaphorically here. But think about that thing that you wanted to do in life as a kid that you still think about and still wish you had done. Why haven't you done it? It's probably because you're waiting for someone to give you permission, just like you were waiting for your parents to give you permission to go outside and play when they got home. And if that's the case, I want you to stop that now. You're a Gen Xer. You don't need your mom's permission to go out and pursue your dreams. So how do you get started on this path and go along this process to really reigniting the passions that you had in life? It starts by reconnecting to the things that inspire you and make you feel whole. One of the ways that I reconnect with the spirit of my youth is through Gen X music and nostalgia. I watch some of those movies that I watched as a kid. I listen to music from my youth. I get back into that spirit of imagination I had before I got old and tired. This helps me imagine all the possibilities I used to explore, and it keeps them close to me as I continue along my life path. And I translate this imagination into inspiration and motivation to continue pursuing those dreams. Now, there is another step to reconnecting to the things that inspire, that inspire you to make you feel whole, and it really deals with getting over your fears, but I want to save that for a little bit later on in the show. Now, if you're a new listener to the podcast, then you may not know that each week I have a segment that covers something funny, controversial, or shocking, or something that's related to the topic of the podcast. So now, without further ado, it's time for the All Hell No Award of the Week. I got to be honest with you and completely transparent. While I enjoy living life here in Puerto Rico, it can be a little bit challenging in some areas of life, and particularly the medical system. So recently, I've been having a lot of challenges with you know, getting doctor's appointments, scheduling medical procedures, just going through the red tape of the medical system. And the medical system here is just very different from what I was uh, used to living in the States. 
So I've been trying to schedule an MRI. Now, let me break this down for you and just tell you how detailed this is. First, I have to go see my primary care physician to let them know that I have a problem. He then makes a referral to a specialist so that I can get a more, I guess, educated opinion about what my course of treatment should be for my problem. So once I get that referral, I've got to go see the specialist. And then once I see the specialist, they're going to give me an order for the MRI as well as a referral to the imaging center so that I can have the procedure completed. But before I can do that, I've got to take those papers back to my primary care physician so that he can sign off for them or the insurance won't pay for it. Once I've gone back and forth with getting these various papers signed off on, it's now time to go to the imaging center and schedule the MRI. Now, this is just one example of seeing a specialist or getting some type of medical procedure here. I have to do this every time I need to see a specialist. And I see a few of them for various, various medical conditions. But for me, it's like chasing papers. I literally have to take time out of my schedule, folks, like to schedule time to take off and go chase these signatures. So for me this week, the All Hell Nah Award of the Week goes to the medical system here in Puerto Rico. You win the award. All right, folks, let's get back to the show. So now that you have a little information about what it means to get a latch, how do you do that? And I've got four simple steps that can help you get unlatched. Number one, get back in touch with the dreams you had as a child and revisit some of your life values. Number two, start with your low-hanging fruit. Three, create a vision of the life that you want to live. And four, commit to doing the work. Now, earlier in the show, I told you that it's really important to confront some of the fears that might be holding you back from living the life that you've been dreaming about. And overcoming these fears that block your path to personal fulfillment can be quite a hefty amount of work depending on what's really living at the, the center of your fear. This is where you're going to spend a good portion of your time and effort. It's going to require you to dig down to the root causes of your fears and examine what's really going on. So remember I told you that one of these steps was just to identify the low-hanging fruit. Well, let's put that in the context of how you do that when it comes to addressing your fears. So let's say that you've wanted to get back in shape for some time, but it just hasn't happened yet for whatever reasons. Don't need to beat yourself up about that. Getting to the root cause of why it has happened requires you to really dig deep into those fears. Think about what's holding you back. Maybe it's that you have a fear of failing, or maybe you're worried about how you're going to look and work out clothes, and you're just afraid of what people are going to say about you. What I've learned from working with my Gen X clients is that fears manifest in different ways, but the root cause is usually a deeper issue. Now, I'm not going to get into all those root causes in this episode, but if you want to get an idea of some of those deeper issues, listen to episode 36, You Can't Get Clear Until You Do It. That episode will explain more about why it is important to get to the fears and to go deeply into that process so that you can really dig up what's truly holding you back. Now, if you want to get help with overcoming those fears that are holding you back, get on my mailing list for my Lifestyle Vision Challenge webinar. Now, this is a free webinar I offer to Gen Xers like you who are ready to create a clear vision 
of the life they want to live, and it helps you create a customized plan to make those dreams a reality. Go ahead and take your first step towards a commitment to doing the work that helps you live the life you've always dreamed about. Just click on the link in the episode description so you can add your name to my list and you'll get advanced notice of when I'm going to offer the next webinar. All right, folks, we have come down to the end of this episode. It's a short episode because it's really just giving you more of an understanding of what it means to get unlatched. And I hope that I was able to give you a clear understanding of what that term means. And I apologize for not getting this episode to you sooner. But now that you know about this term, you can start making your mindset shift. Remember those four steps that I gave you earlier in the episode, starting with reconnecting with your dream. Think about what's still calling you. Next, check in with your life values. See if you're really living with integrity to the values that you have for your life. You can also think about envisioning that life that you want. What is missing from it now? And then making the commitment to the work. And you can easily complete that just by signing up for my free webinar that helps you get started on the path to making that commitment to the work. So the big takeaway here, folks, is that the path to living a more fulfilling life begins with you. Now, before we end, I have a favor to ask from you. Please share this podcast with someone you think would benefit from the information and the tips I've shared today. My goal is to connect with more Gen Xers who are struggling to make those sustainable life changes that they desire. Thank you in advance for your support, folks. That's all I have for you today. Take the information that you've learned here in this episode today and go get unlatched. If you're feeling burned out or you just can't wait until retirement to enjoy the life that you crave now, schedule a complimentary strategy call with me. As a lifestyle transition coach, I help Gen Xers close the gap between their lifestyle goals and their current reality. Now, I only offer a handful of these sessions each month and they run out quickly. So just click on the link in the episode description to reserve your spot before it's too late. Together, we can create your path to a new style of living.